Welcome to the Rebranded Teacher Podcast. My name is Lauren Fulton. I'm a full-time teacher author and seller on Teachers Pay Teachers, and I help other teacher entrepreneurs grow their TPT businesses in a way that's purposeful and sustainable. So if you're looking for actionable step-by-step ways to grow your business, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Let's talk about the power of reflection inside of our businesses. This is a tool that we often overlook because we are a generation of people who like to be looking forward. We like to be looking to the future and we like to keep our eyes on the goals and the dreams that we have ahead of us. But a lot of times in order to reach those goals and dreams, we have to stop. We have to do a little reflecting and we have to really think about what are the things that I'm doing well And how can I use that knowledge of what I'm doing well to help continue to move my business forward? What are some things that I'm not doing well? What are some areas of my business that are suffering? And how can I take that knowledge to improve those areas of my business, again, in order to move my business forward? We are going to be asking ourselves three questions that will help us harness the power of reflection inside of our business. Let's go ahead and dive in and let's talk about number one. Number one is, why isn't this product or product line selling well? So I mentioned just a minute ago, I said, this can either be reflecting on maybe something that's doing well in our business or something that's not doing well, okay? So let's talk about something that isn't doing well. A lot of times we put out this line of resources, we're really proud of them, we're really excited about them, but it's kind of a flop. And we're not really sure why that product line isn't selling well, why it didn't take off. And we figure, well, maybe the market was oversaturated, or maybe I just don't have my SEO down, or maybe I just don't have enough outside traffic going to that product, or people don't know what the product is, or what have you. But sometimes we use these things as kind of a cop-out, and we go, okay, you know what? The market was just oversaturated. Let me try something else. I'm going to try a different product line, and we kind of move away from that product line without ever fully figuring out why that product or a product line isn't selling well. So if I just put out a product line and it doesn't start selling immediately and so I just move on to create a new product line, then I am missing out on an opportunity to learn from why a resource or a set of resources is not doing well before I create another set of resources. And so a lot of times what we'll do is we'll be like, well, that's not selling well. I guess nobody liked it or I guess nobody wanted it or I guess the market was oversaturated. And so we'll just go on and we'll create a whole new product line And sometimes that whole new product line has all the exact same problems that the first product line had. And so before figuring out that issue, before figuring out why this set of resources wasn't selling, I created a whole new set of resources that have the same set of problems, okay? And so I start to feel really defeated, right? Why don't people want my resources? What am I doing wrong? I'm spending all of this time, effort, and energy, and I'm not getting a return on my investment. And so it's really, really important that when you have a resource in your store or a set of resources usually, because it's normal for us to have some resources that don't do as well as others, that's totally normal. And we're all going to create a flop at some point in time. And so don't take that away from this. Everybody in here or everyone who's watching this or listening to this right now will at some point in time create a resource that just doesn't land well with their audience, right? And so that is beyond normal. 
But particularly if we create a set of resources, we go to all the trouble to create a product line. If that product line isn't selling well and it isn't meeting the needs of our audience or people aren't being able to find it, then we need to be able to figure out why, fix that problem so we can take that new knowledge and information and put out a product line that will do well. And so taking the time to really look and to troubleshoot and actually fix it, that's the key. Because sometimes we'll look at something and we'll go, oh, well, it's a saturated market. Guess I'll go try something else. And so sometimes I will diagnose a resource or set of resources with an issue that it doesn't have. And so I will think that the problem is an oversaturated market, or I will think that the problem is that this resource just wasn't needed by my audience, when the reality of the situation could be that that's not the problem at all, that my audience really does want my resources. They just don't know how to find them because maybe I don't know enough about SEO or search engine optimization, right? Or maybe my audience really does need those resources, but they're not attracted to my covers. My covers are turning them off, which is keeping them from ever going and looking at my product in the first place. And so I need to diagnose and fix what's wrong with one product line in order to be able to not only get those resources to sell, but to learn what I need to learn inside of my niche and apply that to other products. So what does this look like practically when you have a product line that isn't doing well? It might look like polling your audience, to be honest with you. If you have an audience, maybe that's an audience on Instagram or an audience on email or Facebook, or maybe even if you don't have an audience, maybe there's a Facebook group that's inside of your niche and you could say, hi, I would like to give away this set of products to five teachers or to seven teachers. I would love to do this in exchange for feedback on those resources. And that's a really great way to get some market feedback and to figure out why buyers aren't attracted to your resources. Maybe they can tell you that when they visited the product listing, they were confused and they didn't know what it was that you were selling or the product looked too complicated to them. Or maybe they just would never have been able to find it because it was buried inside of the search engine, but they would actually love your resource. Or maybe they can give you some valuable insight and say, hey, you might want to add this tool over here, or you might want to tweak this over here so that your product is more user-friendly to a teacher. And you can get that valuable knowledge and insight and information that will help you make changes to that existing product line, but also help you make changes to future product lines as well. Let's move on to number two, and let's talk about what do you do well? This is something that we don't stop and reflect on often enough. Not only do we live in a world where we are constantly looking forward and we don't often enough take the time to reflect on things in our business, but we also are a generation of people who have a really hard time looking at ourselves and appreciating who we are and what we do well. A lot of times we get so caught up in looking at other people and what they're doing and what they're doing well that we don't take the time to think about ourselves. What do I do well? And I particularly see this whenever sellers are trying to think of ideas for products that they can create, right? They sit and they think about, well, I could do what this person is doing over here. I could do what that person is doing over there. And they think about things that other people are doing really well. And they're like, well, I could do that too. And then they kind of get stuck whenever I tell them, listen, if you want to stand out in a saturated market, then you're going to have to do something different from what everybody else is doing. And they're like, well, how am I going to make something different? And the reason that they struggle with this is that they don't know. Most of the time, they struggle with knowing what their strengths are. 
a lot of times we tend to focus on what our weaknesses are and not what our strengths are. We focus on our own weaknesses and somebody else's strengths. When in order to be a creative, in order to produce high quality content that meets unique needs in the market, we need to hone in on our own individual unique strengths. And one of the ways to do this is by harnessing the power of reflection. Think about it for a minute. In fact, I challenge you as soon as I'm finished with this spiel, before I move on to point number three, I challenge you to pause this video or to pause this podcast and to really think about it. What do you do in your hallway of your school that makes other teachers take notice? What is it that other teachers say that you do well? Maybe you're that teacher who stops students in the hallway, students who aren't even in your classroom and has conversations with them and builds relationships with those students in a very meaningful way. Maybe you're the teacher in the hallway who has classroom management under control, right? And other teachers are wondering, what on earth is she doing that she's not experiencing the problems that we are experiencing inside of our classroom? Maybe you're the teacher who's incredibly gifted at getting the GT students to dig a little bit deeper, Maybe you're the teacher who helps those students who struggle with core content figure out strategies and ways to understand that content and to relate to the material that's being taught to them. Maybe you're the teacher who knows how to take difficult pieces and abstract pieces of content and make it relevant to your students. Maybe you're just really good at getting your students to talk about the content inside of class. What is it that you're doing well that other teachers take notice of? So once you figure out what you're doing really well, all you have to do is figure out how to take that gift that you have and how to package it up nice and neatly so that anybody can use those strategies and create that same classroom experience for their students. And let me go ahead and fit in a shameless plug while I'm here because I have a free workshop that is going to be coming up May 20th through the 25th of 2022. I'm super excited about it. It's five days to your next 5K product idea. And I am so excited to share all of the tools, tips, and strategies that you need to help you come up with a $5,000 product idea within five days. And so I'm gonna be helping you come up with your next profitable product line inside of this five-day workshop. And as part of that five-day workshop, we are gonna be taking a look at how to step-by-step plan that product line out start to finish. And this is one of the things that we talk about inside of that workshop, and that is really figuring out what you do well and how to take that idea and how to take that gift that you have and offer it to other teachers so that you can make money and they can have the experience inside of their classroom that you're having with your students. Let's talk about number three, and that is when am I the most happy? Now, this question as a form of reflection can so much to offer inside of your business. And let's talk about one of the most basic ways. If I'm thinking about my business and I want to grow my business, right? There are several different ways that I can grow my TPT business. I can do that by creating new resources. I can do that by revamping older resources. I can do that by improving search engine optimization, improving covers, product descriptions, all of that wonderful stuff. I can also do this by focusing on marketing, and we open up a whole other new realm of possibilities, Facebook, ads, Pinterest, Instagram, email marketing, blogging, et cetera, et cetera, right? The list goes on and on. 
And so this can feel very overwhelming and it can feel very daunting if I'm trying to decide how I should grow my business and in what way I should grow my business and I'm looking towards the future. One of the things that I would challenge you to think about and to come back to this question regularly is when am I the most happy? In my business, when I'm working, what makes me the most happy? If I really enjoy blogging, then I want to learn all that I can about how to make blogging successful for my business so that I can enjoy the thing that brings me success. Same for if I love social media, right? Then I want to learn everything I can about social media marketing and I want to pour all of my energy and effort into that avenue of marketing that I love so that the thing that I love is helps my business grow, right? And really taking the time to think about this versus looking at it as which avenue of marketing is going to make me the most money, right? Or which one should I be doing because the experts tell me I should be doing that. We really want to change our line of thinking when it comes to this. And we want to start to think about what do I enjoy? Because if I start an avenue of marketing that I don't enjoy, then even if it pushes my business forward, I don't like doing it, which means that in order to push my business forward, I have to do things I don't like to do. And that's not something that I want to commit to long term, right? Another reason that we want to think about when am I the most happy is we want to think about this in terms of creating a schedule and a lifestyle, a work-life balance that is sustainable. If I'm thinking about when I'm the most happy and those moments are when I'm outside at the park with my kid, pushing my kid on the swing, right? If that's when I'm the most happy, then why would I want to cut that out of my weekends um, in order to spend more time working on my business? If I think about when I'm the most happy and that's when I'm out on a date with my partner and we are having a wonderful dinner out and wonderful conversation and enjoying each other's company, then why would I want to say no to Friday night date night just so that I can work on my TPT business, right? If I'm having to sacrifice all of the things that make me happy in my life in order to grow my business, then this isn't going to be a business that I enjoy. This isn't going to be a work-life balance that's going to be sustainable. And so we really want to think about those things whenever we're trying to push our business forward and we're looking at future goals. We really want to take the time to reflect and to make sure that you are taking the time to fit into your schedule all the things that make you the most happy. And if it's your business that makes you happy, by all means, go all out, go all in. But you do want to make sure that you are making time for those really important things. All right, don't forget to sign up for that five days to your next 5K product idea. I cannot wait to see you during that workshop. You absolutely don't want to miss it. We are going to have the best time planning out your next profitable product line. You'll find all the information for that down inside of the description do not miss it. Thanks so much for all of you who take the time to leave a review on the podcast or who take the time to shout us out on social media. I love every single one of you and I can't wait to see you guys right here next week. If you want to learn more and grow more with me, then you can find me inside of Rebranded Teacher Academy. Rebranded Teacher Academy is a low-cost monthly membership that gives you access to my entire course and content catalog from courses for brand new TPT sellers like Selling 101 to more advanced sellers inside of Strategic Growth, Ditch 
the overwhelm, a quick start library where you can pick any topic that you would like to learn more about, watch a short video, and then immediately implement what you learned with a corresponding workbook. But what RTA members tend to love most are the monthly challenge and strategy sessions where every single month I give you step-by-step strategies that you can implement inside of your business in the form of a fun monthly challenge that helps you move your business forward every single month. If you want to learn more about Rebranded Teacher Academy and how you can become a member, you can find more about that down inside of the description. Thanks so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love if you would share about it on social media and help other TPT sellers find it too. I'll see you right here next week.